0: Welcome to the Old Time Radio Westerns. I'm your host, Andrew Rines, and let's get into this episode. This episode is going to be the Lone Ranger. original air date is March 27th, 1946, and the title is Eureka.
1: Horse with the speed of light, the cloud of dust, and a hearty hi yo Silver, the Lone Ranger. The Lone Ranger and Tonto came to the crest of a small hill and reined up to look at the valley valley ahead. Oh, 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 that
3: pretty green valley. Good stream there. That stream seems to enter the woods over there, Tonto. Ah. We can camp in the woods or follow the valley south to Junction City. Well, maybe better we camp in woods. Give horse two, three day rest and graze. They could stand it. Ah. Tonto. What's that? Something's going on in that woods. Sound like plenty gunfire. That was a cannon. Sound like cannon? Put that cloud of smoke above the trees they more cannon. Must be an army in that woods. Follow
1: me, Tonto. Hold on, Silver. The Lone Ranger raced across the valley with Tonto close behind. As they neared the woods, the explosion ceased as suddenly as they'd begun. Entering the trees, Great Horse Silver and Tonto's paint horse slowed at the masked man's signal. Easy, easy, boy. Oh, Both Tonto. horses and riders were shrouded by dense clouds of smoke. There's a clearing just ahead of us, Tonto. Smoke seems to come
3: from there. Well, why gunfire stops so quick? We'll soon know. I think. Hello, rain up, poor boy. Oh, oh, gone, oh, fella. oh, Look at that. Ah. That big wagon of rainmakers. Yes, Barnaby Boggs. Ah. That old skinflint promised us he'd stop swindling people with his fake medicines and rainmaking. He's broken his word. We'll deal with him. Come on. Come oh, boy. Come on, scout. Come on, fella. must have heard some of those gunpowder bombs he uses. Ah. Other sound come from firecrackers. Oh, boy, easy, easy. Oh. You oh oh. uh, not see Boggs. Boggs! Boggs, where are you? <coughs> Maybe him hide. He's up to his old tricks. He'd better hide.
4: Get your hands up.
3: What's that? Uh, oh.
4: I said put your hands up.
3: <laughs> You'd better lower that rifle. Might go off by accident.
4: But you're supposed to put your hands up when a gun's pointed at you. The last
3: time I saw this wagon, Barnaby Boggs was selling some stuff he called Tiger Tonic. I know. Before that, he called himself a rainmaker.
4: If you came here to rob By him... By no
3: means. I've been trying for a long time to teach him to stop robbing.
4: Hey, what's going on here? What's going on? Uncle Barnaby.
2: Oh, ho, hold there, hold now. Ho. Hello,
3: Boggs.
5: My, my sake's alive. Oh, my goodness, it, it's you. you. You know this mask, man? now. Six alive, I should say you do. Put that rifle down, Judy. Put it down at once. We heard the fireworks, Barnaby. Yes, yes, what's been going on? Did you set off my supplies? I did. Judy! You promised me that you'd give up all of your schemes.
3: He's made the same promise to me. And I've
5: kept it. I haven't tried to make rain since, or sell Tiger Tonic or anything else, since I gave you my word to go straight. Yeah, so help me, I've been so honest, I hardly know myself.
4: Well, I opened that chest and found a lot of the bombs and things you used to use for rainmaking. I got rid of all of them. But, uh, Judy! I also found 30 bottles of that stuff you called Tiger Tonic. I threw them into the creek. <laughs> oh, no, Judy, that that was good uh, <clears throat> good medicine. I'd like to do the same with your outlaw friends.
3: This young lady will see that you stay honest, Boggs.
5: Uh, yes, my niece, Judy Hawkins.
3: Pleasure to know you, Miss Judy.
5: These men aren't outlaws, Judy. Not by a jugful. This Indian's called Tonto.
3: And the mask man. Mask... You uh, don't know my name, Bugs. No, no. For certain reasons, Judy, I keep my identity a secret. That's why I wear this mask. Not because I'm an outlaw. Oh. Well, uh, what are you doing around here, Barnaby? I'm
5: going to settle down, make a home for my niece. Her parents died a month ago.
3: Settle down, huh? Yes, sir.
5: My days of pilgrimage are ended. I'll no longer roam the country far and wide. No, sir. No more shall I breathe the weary dust of endless travel. I'm about to settle down and spend my declining years in peace and comfort. If you can find a place to settle. It's been found, my dear child. It's been found. Really? Yes, Judith. While in town, I met the opportunity that comes to a man once in a lifetime. I uh, exchanged a little nest egg that your father left you for a piece of real estate.
4: All of it?
5: Five hundred dollars is no fortune, my dear.
4: But we were to have just a little farm, a few acres. My and... dear,
5: we've bought half an acre in the thriving city of Eureka.
4: Half an acre.
5: Where is the city of Eureka? Here, let me show you. I have a map and a picture of Eureka right here. Oh. Judy, we can resell the land at twice or three times what I paid for it. In a few weeks, it'll be worth lots more than five hundred dollars.
4: What's the place like?
5: Churches, schools, fine roads. An opera house where one can hear the world's finest artists. Homes of solid stone and brick. Brick, mind you, Judy.
4: I I hope you're right, Uncle Barnaby. That money was all we had.
3: Boggs, who sold you the land?
5: A gentleman named Richfield. I met him in Junction City while I was waiting for my supplies to be packed. Richfield, huh?
3: I'd like to talk to him.
5: Oh, so you too are going to take advantage of the chance to buy before
3: the boom. Are you going to be camped here for a few days?
5: Yeah, at least long enough to rest my horses.
3: We'll see you again.
4: Oh won't you stay until I fix some food?
3: Well, I'd like to, Judy. You, you should, should taste Judy's cooking. I want to. It'll have to be some other time. Please, <laughs> easy a minute. Come, Dotto. Uh, be ready. One Silver. Hit him
2: up. Count.
4: Uncle Barnaby? Yes, my dear. Do you think there's a chance that we might have that man for a neighbor?
1: The Lone Ranger and Tonto paused a short distance from Barnaby Boggs' camp, but only long enough to remove the mask and the familiar clothes and replace them with a carefully contrived disguise.
3: Uh, ready for the shirt, Tonto? uh yeah. Thanks. To think yeah. that Boggs of all people would fall for a scheme like that. Uh, you think him swindled? Toto, Eureka's a city that doesn't exist. I'm sure of it. Uh, here, Gunwell. Oh, thanks. But a number of crooks operating through the west, they get land at $2 an acre and sell it with a foot on the strength of a picture of a model city there. Uh, and what you do? I going to learn more about Eureka and the man named Richfield. I think we can find out all we want to know in Junction City. There's a woman there named Maddie Stevens.
1: Maddie Stevens washed dishes in the Junction City Cafe. She heard the rear door open and close. She turned to see a tall stranger in the kitchen.
3: You're Maddie Stevens, aren't
6: you? I do know.
1: I heard that you've lived around here longer than anyone.
6: That I have, but I was brought here downright young. There's people in town that's a sight older than me.
3: Yes, I've seen a lot of them. Yeah? Your parents must have brought you here when you were a baby.
6: Well, not exactly. Uh,
3: Maddie, have you heard of a place called Eureka?
6: Don't tell me you've got to Kimber Richfield. Oh. My sakes, it fair makes me want to chew nails to hear the way that skinflint lies. Do
3: you know the community?
6: Now, there's a fancy name for half a dozen sod houses and a dried-up creek.
3: But they're supposed to be a river Yeah,
6: or? and boats and a choo-choo and a parcel of other things.
3: Perhaps those things will come. Uh,
6: they lay out a, a town on paper, then line up newcomers from the east and tell them it's the common city. Sell them building lots at fancy prices with no more than a lot of promises.
3: But uh, people keep buying.
6: Sure they do. They'll never learn. It's the same as the crooks that sell no-account stock in gold mines and things.
3: Don't the people look before they buy?
6: No. It's three days' ride to where Eureka's supposed to be. Richfield promises to take them to see their land, but somehow he never gets around to it. Mm-hmm. By the time folks begin to get suspicious, uh, crooks will have disappeared. <laughs> well, i got to get on with my dishwasher. Well, let me
3: help you. You. Why not?
6: Sake's alive. You are different. <laughs> There's the towel, if you mean it. No bust, no dishes.
3: (laughs) You uh, seem to know the place they call Eureka.
6: Sure I do. My folks lived there for a time. Tain't bad farming land, but it sure ain't no San Francisco. (laughs) Tell me about it. Well, like I said, the ground's good for growing. It's fair to middling water for drinking.
1: Simon Richfield sat before a table in his hotel room. He was adding a long column of figures when an urgent rap sounded on the door. Now what?
7: Who is it? It's Deke. Have me in. Richfield, we've got to move fast. What's the matter with you, Deke? Close the door. Anything wrong? I'm not sure the waiter at the cafe just tipped me off to what listen get this and see if you get the same answer as i do yeah there's a stranger in town tall and mighty determined looking he's got the manner of a lawman what about him has he said anything not very much but he's been talking to Maddie stevens for over an hour she's that dishwasher in the cafe yeah? yeah this gent's been helping her wash dishes he wouldn't do that just for the sake of her company <laughs> having seen matty i agree with you and why would he do it what's your guess to get information from her she's been telling him all about eureka what does she know about eureka she used to live in one of those sod houses oh uh. richfield i think that gent's come to investigate us you know what that means don't you well <clears throat> frankly dick we can't stand too much investigation i know it Maybe it's time we took what we have and cleared out. But we haven't finished working this town. What of it? We've done pretty well. We can take another 10,000 if we stay a few more days. If we're here in the morning, we might find ourselves in jail. Uh, we might. Unless, um... Unless what? Deke. I won this knife of a Mexican in a poker game. What about it? Distinctly Mexican, isn't it? No one knows no. how it. Is would never be identified as my property. Well, Richfield, you, you're not thinking of murder. I, uh, I have talents that people don't know about. For example, did you know that I'm expert at throwing a knife like this? But Richfield... Uh, see that spot on the wall there? Watch it. <laughs> Bullseye. <laughs> that spot is smaller than the pocket in the man's shirt, and yet if I hit any part of the pocket, the knife would probably pierce the heart. But that'd be Murder. Is this stranger still with Maddie Stevens? Uh, I guess so. Hmm. It will be interesting to see the law hunting for a Mexican who is a thousand miles away. They'll never find that man to charge him with murder.
1: The curtain falls on the first act of our Lone Ranger story. Story. Simon Richfield waited in the darkness not far from the door to the kitchen of the Junction City Cafe. He and his partner Deke paid no attention to the uneasy movements of a nearby horse. You don't need me for this, Richfield. I,
7: I don't want to part in stay here and keep your mouth shut. But it's murder. I know what it is. I don't it's want any... murder. You're going to be as deeply involved as I am. I don't promise to let you have uh, an alibi and throw all the blame on me. We'll hang if we're cut, but there's not one chance in a thousand we'll be suspected. And if you mess with that knife, if thing, I do, I'll use again. Look, the door's opening. I see it. Well,
6: Mister, I'm sure obliged to you. i enjoyed done to you,
7: Mary. That's the man. Any time
6: you feel like talking with the dishes again drop around
7: good night. All right. keep back backing me deke give me room to throw <laughs> yeah, i wonder what's wrong with that horse he's just about here yeah, about 10 yards hey no, I,
2: you fool let go my wrist let hey, me fix him
7: let go of me deke you got uh, you take that fella right i'll get your Oh, oh that's plenty hey, good let me go it's a mistake one out how about you? No, no, no. Don't hit me. Wait. Listen to me. I can explain. What about him, Tuttle? Him half-knife. Him ready to throw it at you. Oh, is that so? Uh, I thought it was someone else. Did I, that justify
3: murder from ambush? He here, Silver. Give warning. Good thing you did. Over here in the light from the window, I want to look at you. Please,
7: I'll fix things.
3: If you just let me talk, eh? I... Heard a description of you. Simon Richfield.
6: Hey, what's going on out there? It's all
3: right, Matty. I just met Mr. Richfield. We're going somewhere and have a conference.
6: Let's that there conference. I'd like to give the poor cat a piece of my mind. A great day. An Indian. A friend of mine,
3: Matty. Bring the horses over here, Toto. Ah, huh. Me get him.
6: Hey, what's that in the ground?
3: Richfield's friend.
6: You let him have one?
3: A little harder than I intended. I'll have to carry him.
6: Hey, we What's going on out there?
3: Matty, go and tell those men that everything's all right. Uh, but you I, have I... my word, everything will be all right. <laughs>
1: The Lone Ranger took Simon Richfield as far as the hotel. There he dismounted Listen, and good. gave an order. I'll lead the way to your room,
3: Richfield. If you make any trouble, I might return your knife. <laughs> I think you know exactly what I mean. Let go. In. Take everything. You won't be coming back to this room.
7: Uh, You're going
3: to kill me? Do just what you're told
1: and you'll not be hurt. A few minutes later, the two were once more on the broad back of the mighty Silver. One Silver!
3: Oh, far as you're going? No. We'll stop here for a few minutes before we finish the ride. Hey, big fella. I never saw such a horse. Get down. (laughs) Now, lie down on the ground where I can watch you. You, You're going to tie me? Not unless you make it necessary. Get down there and keep still.
1: Richfield obeyed without question. While he lay on the ground... The Lone Ranger changed into his own familiar clothes. He removed the disguise from his face and replaced it by the mask. A moment later, he was once more in the saddle with Simon Richfield. Tonto had been in camp with Barnaby Boggs and his niece for over half an hour. They sat near a small campfire next to the former Rainmaker's big red wagon. The man called Deke lay tightly tied on the ground nearby. So you admit to swindling us on that land?
5: Uh, It was Richfield's idea. He was... Oh, pass the buck, you evil-faced rapscallion. I declare if Judy hadn't destroyed all of my supplies, I'd make a belt out of gunpowder bombs and send you sky high.
4: I'd like to... Uncle Barnaby, the man is helplessly tied up.
5: Where's that $500 you took from me? Where is it? I haven't got it. Honest, I haven't. Yes, I've confirmed that by searching you. Now, where is it? Richfield has
3: all the money. Uh, him be here plenty soon.
5: Tarto, it's taking your friend a long time to get here. You think anything's happened to him?
3: Oh, him come plenty quick. Him not far now. Me, here, silver. Oh, oh, silver. Oh, I, oh. Easy, big fellow.
1: Well, thank goodness. <laughs> How's that big fellow? I'm
3: all right now.
1: Don't hit me again. Please
5: don't.
3: Boggs, have you room in that wagon for a couple of schemers?
5: Oh, yes, I certainly have plenty of room. Uh, shall we starve them? Moggs,
3: I'm surprised that you never went into real estate.
5: Huh? These
3: men had a scheme that had been right along your line before you reformed.
5: Uh, well, I, uh... When you me... were
3: a rainmaker, how much did you take away from what? people? Was he a rainmaker?
5: Well, if I was, I never made money at it. That mask man sort that. Uh, uh, Richfield,
3: you and Deke are smart men. I don't know why you waste your ability. Well, what do you mean? You might do well if you stayed honest.
5: You're not going to let them go? Ooh,
3: not exactly, Boggs. But I'm going to give them another chance. Uh,
5: they tried to kill
3: you. I'm not counting that.
5: Not counting it? No. I, uh, uh, what about that money? The
3: cash they took from you and from everyone else is in this saddlebag.
5: Good, good. Hand it here. I'll count out what they took from us.
3: You bought land with the money, Boggs.
5: Oh, no, but that deal's off. No, it isn't. But this crook, this man we got tied up, he admitted we'd been swindled.
3: He admitted that he had overestimated Eureka. But you did buy a piece of land... That part was legitimate, wasn't it, Richfield? Well, they
7: get the land all right. The deed and everything is legal.
3: Foggs, you bought that property. You're going to keep it.
5: But this... I never heard... Now, look. I won't stand for it. That critter's slick way of talking has won you over. Now, you listen to me for just a minute.
3: <laughs> Save it, Barnaby. I... I'm going to send you on a very important mission. Huh? You're to go to Eureka and inspect the land you've bought. You're to take Deke and Richfield with you. Guard them so they can't escape. I'll meet you there in a few days, city. Easy minutes Silver. Huh? Come along, Tonto. We have a lot to do. Huh? Be ready. One silver.
5: Not scout. Well, you heard what he said. You're my prisoner. Make a move, and I declare it'll be your last.
7: Yes. you think I'd be the prisoner of a rainmaker?
1: The next day, when the people in Junction City saw that Richfield and Deke had disappeared. There was a great hue and cry that began at the hotel and moved to the cafe. They
5: ran out with our cash. Took me for $100. Well, you shouldn't, Harold. They got me for three times as much. Uh, I thought I'd like to lay hands on him. I knew there was something funny about the deal. $300. My wife's howling like blazes. Hey, there's Maddie. Hey,
6: Maddie. What's
5: all the noise about? We got swindled. Richfield's disappeared, run out of town. That's why you're making all this hullabaloo? You'd make a noise, too, if you'd lost all your savings. I didn't know you lost it. Well, those crooks are gone, ain't they? Disappeared complete.
6: Have you looked at that land, your boy?
5: No. You know that none of us has left Junction City.
6: Well, why don't you look it over? No oh, need to.
5: We heard what you told a couple of people about Eureka. Nothing there but a few sod houses.
2: Yeah.
6: Well, if you gents want a little information, I'll give it to sure. you. Sure. It to you. I got it straight on pretty good authority that Richfield and his pal can be found at the place they call Eureka. Well, then I'm going there. Me too. Cool. Yes, sir. Oh. Boy, let's go. Oh.
1: The word spread quickly. By noon, the street was filled with men with their wagons and horses ready to start for Eureka. The Lone Ranger and Tonto stood unnoticed at the side of one of the buildings. Daddy Stevens did her part, Tonto. Not right. Everyone ready to go. We're taking
3: a long chance. Maybe risk too great. This is worth a lot of risk. Get
2: up! Get up. Get up. There they go.
3: Now we've got to work fast. What do we do first? We start with the man who runs a general store. If things work out, several people in Eureka will get the surprise of their lives.
5: If it wasn't that that masked man gave me orders, by Juniper, I'd let you pull Cat Star. Oh, stop your noise, Rainmaker. I, you stop calling me that or no, I'll... I will not
7: do a thing but guard us. How long are we to be held in this wagon? You
5: know as much about it as
7: I do. You? I... What's going on out there?
5: Well, whatever it is needn't concern you, Richfield. I don't know. Oh, Barnaby. Uh, Judy. What's all the commotion? Look
4: out there. Great day.
5: Must be 50 men and wagons coming.
4: They're coming here. They want Richfield indeed.
5: Richfield? Look, the people we sold.
4: Oh, well, oh, we they,
5: they, they, they want you two crooks. Now, now, boys. Just to Where be. are they? We want them. Bring them out. Bring them up. Gents, gents, one moment, please. What what the bring them out or we'll come and get them. Yeah. Yeah.
4: Uncle Barnaby, they... They mean business. Oh,
5: no, no, what's that masked man got me in?
4: Look, there he comes. There's that white horse and the masked man. You've
5: got to protect us.
4: Gents, I beg, I beseech, wait a yeah, moment. Give us gun so we can defend ourselves. Let's
5: tear that wagon apart and
0: screen a lot of them up. hang yeah, yes, us. Uh, save us. Come, Come on, all of you. Hey, yeah, look at that rider. Who's he? He's
5: masked. Speak to that masked man. This was his idea. Hold on, hold on,
3: hold on. Now listen to me. Every cent you men paid is in this bag. Your money is safe. Every one of you bought land because you wanted a place of your own, a thriving city. Well, if you want it, you can have it. The land is here. Our wagons on the way with all kinds of supplies. You can settle here. You can build homes. You can make Eureka just what Richfield told you it would be. If you want a great city, you can have it. Well,
5: what do we use to buy them supplies? Yeah,
3: what do we use for money? Yeah, that's right. What about cash? The cash you gave Richfield will be returned. It'll pay for your supplies. You make gardens, build homes, and improve this community, you'll have the foundation for a great city. Well, by Juniper, I, for one, aim to do that
5: very thing. Yes, I'm going to build a house right here.
4: Hey,
3: that ain't a bad idea. No,
5: maybe he's got something there. Look over
3: there. Those wagons are bringing supplies. And here's the money. Jackson, you see that it's handed out. Here it is. Uh,
5: Boys, my property's right next door to here. There's a the stake with my number on
6: it. Come on over to my place and get your cash.
5: Why they're going to stay here. Well, I, I do declare. I think the town of Eureka has been founded.
3: Well, Richfield, are you going to stay and see things grow? Well, I, I'd like to. It help a lot. You mean I,
7: I'd have a chance to redeem myself?
3: Well, I haven't forgotten you tried to knife me. And I'm going to watch you. But uh, Boggs has turned over a new leaf... Maybe you can, too. Well,
7: I can do anything that
5: fat rainmaker can do. And so can I. We'll see about that, Richfield. I dare you to stay here. I'll show you who's the bigger man. What? I'll call you on that.
4: Stop bragging, you two. There's a bigger man than either of you will ever be. Huh?
5: What? Oh, yes, yes, Judy. There's no man that'll ever beat the Lone Ranger.
2: Oh, <laughs> Oh!